0: Procrastination is a myth. Wait, 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 wait. hold up. I, I just thought that that would be like a great, big, you know, exaggerated, overreaching statement to start with. Since when we use the word procrastination, it's typically big, exaggerated, and overreaching. Especially since it's born from a very different place. Dr. Tim Peichel states, Procrastination is an emotion regulation problem, not a time management problem. Let's get to Get checked. Let's get checked. Everything changes. Get ready. It's time for the Sheck Check Podcast, inspiring to normalize the way we talk about the way we think, feel, and behave. With your host, Erez Sheck. It seems for as long as I can remember, I have had this understanding of myself, a belief of myself that I was a procrastinator, that I was lazy. And there seemed to be a lot of behaviors that supported this. My room and my apartments were legit messy, and things just kept on piling up and being thrown around. And it wasn't like my bedroom or my apartment came like this, or that there was some kind of poltergeist that was doing it around me, and it was like, oh my god, oh my god, God." Everything is around me. How did this happen? I would come home from something and the last thing I would want to do after I change or get home is to put things in place right away. I just wanted to chill. I just wanted to relax, to decompress. So clothes were on the floor, bags were on the floor, blah, 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 and then that would pile up. And then it was just too much to do eventually. Same thing happened with homework or projects that I would have to do. I was always, you know, deemed that last minute type of kid and then adult. I mean, I would always feel like there was this weight on my shoulder and a pit in my stomach knowing something had to be done or something was due, yet I would always wait until the last day or the last couple days. And most of the time, I would pull through. However, it was proof to myself that I was a procrastinator or that I was lazy. And on another level, that I was just not capable of doing things in the time frame I was given. And that also meant not capable of understanding material or being organized or being smart or being put together. They fed off of each other till I settled on the belief of myself that this is just how I am. This is how I work. This is how I do. I just have to find a way to work with it, right? Like Look for surface-like solutions like time management or whatever crap people were throwing on me for these fixes to this problem. Even with this podcast, this podcast that I started a little over a year ago, this podcast that, with this episode, is now 50 episodes in. (gasps) Holy crap. Happy 50th episode, Mr. Check. Check. Well... Thank you, thank you. That is that is just so that is just so sweet of you because I, you know, I am very proud of myself and I am very proud of what this show has become. You know, this has always been a journey for me. It has been a journey of self discovery and it has been a journey of growth and self awareness. Okay. okay, now now is not the time. This is not the Academy Awards. This is not an award. I, I need to carry on with the rest of the show. Okay, just wanted. I I just felt like this was a good moment. To- As I was saying. When I first started, I knew nothing about doing a podcast. I had no idea how to edit, and it was all a learning experience, an overwhelming learning experience I chose to take. And I had the days that I decided new episodes would be coming out, and I would set a goal for myself, a schedule, and I would sit with the editing, not knowing what the fuck I was doing. And I don't know why I chose that moment to edit myself with a curse word, because I I've never actually edited myself with a curse word. I would try and sit and read and learn about editing as I was editing. Because it was hard to sit and read and learn. Now, was it my attention? No. It was because there's too much information. Just to sit and read through those articles or the videos, it felt like too much, too much information, too much to overthink that I would actually have to eventually implement at some point, and then that would be too much. So what did I try to do? With this belief that I just learned this way and this is how I work, I would do trial and error. Because in my mind, it was quicker. So I'd sit and I would edit about five minutes of something, and then I needed a break. And then after the break, it was hard to go back to the episode because I knew what I was facing, and I knew it was too much. Then it would be like a day before the episode was coming out, and I would try to push through. I'd overstress myself in those last two days, feeling that weight on myself for the week or two weeks before. And then I'd beat myself up for putting myself in this position. I'd beat myself up for procrastinating. And a lot of those initial episodes had crap sound because I'd rush through at the end because I just wanted to get it done. And all more proof that I wasn't capable, that I was a procrastinator. It became a cycle. Lather, rinse, repeat. And even though when I did quote unquote complete it, I had this initial rush of I got it out, I did it. I should be proud of myself. I should commend myself. And it would quickly go away because that rush of getting something done in the last minute, it's a high. It's just a quick fix. And then those thoughts of, was it good enough? I could have done better. This is what was wrong with the sound. This was what was wrong with how I edited it. On one level, it was proof that I could do something, even though it took me through anxiety hell, a hell every single time. But, I mean, I I know this about myself, right? This is how I roll. This is how I work. This is who I am. And then there would be times where I'd say, okay, I'm going to learn from this. I'll make changes next time with my time or how I would manage my time the next time. But no, lather, rinse, and repeat, okay? Those were simple enough for me. Looking back, I wish I looked past that belief of myself. I wish I looked under that belief of myself and how it continued to fuel everything past that. Self-fulfilling itself, giving it gas. I wish I was able to look past all the things, all the past acts that proved this to be true and that I did not listen to the people who wanted to quote unquote fix this with different little tricks. Or writing it off as just laziness or my personality trait. Because those are surface answers and it's not a surface issue. It actually enables the issue. There are no surface solutions that actually become a habit that solve it. They just actually enable the deeper problem. Procrastination, like many things we call personality traits, is a symptom. It's not standalone and it is not the behavioral trait that needs to be addressed. Procrastination is a coping skill for the deeper issue, anxiety. For me, there are three anxiety personality types that lead to procrastination, the worrier, the perfectionist, and the critic. In their own ways, they contribute to each other. Thinking ahead at all the work, being overwhelmed by it, concerned with what the outcome would be, fear that it would not be enough, enough for me or enough for other people, that it would not be good enough, that it would suck, and that I wasn't capable of taking it on because it was too much, because I'm not capable of doing these things. It's too complex, too much to think about, or even start to do or go back to. And was I ever going to do it justice to others? Would it ever have done justice to me? And would I do it right? They all kind of interplayed and mingled with each other. Some of these things that we might write off as just personality traits, or some may call it quirks, the things that we say, oh, well, this is just how I am might deserve a different look at them. Maybe it's procrastinating. Maybe it's what people call laziness. Maybe it's chronic lateness. Maybe it's a need to label and group things to understand them instead of breaking them down to see what they're made of. And maybe it's a need to debate things constantly. Take your pick. We write these things off as just our personality, that they are fixed when really they are actions born from something and that they are choices. And that we find surface fixes to make it easier on us or others. Never actually choosing to address what lies beneath. To look at what really is fueling them. Because they might actually just be coping skills. How we are coping with our own thoughts, our own feelings, and beliefs of self. How we cope with the relationships we have around it. How we cope with the relationships we form around us. And how we cope with the relationship we have with ourself. Because no matter what they have become or where they come from, or the actions and thoughts that come from it, they are learned in some sense. And that means we can learn new ones to fill their space. It takes more than just a surface answer, an overall reaching idea, or being written off. Because let's face it, a band-aid can never help a heart attack. That's just not how it works. And if we continue to try to fix that with a band-aid, How much more damage is being done internally as we ignore it? Thank you so much for joining me this week. And now your quick self-check, check, check check this week. Maybe it's procrastination for you or maybe it's laziness or the chronic lateness. When you become aware of it, when you look at it, what emotions do you feel are underneath it? This is going to require for you to look underneath the obvious, to embrace some self-transparency, which might not feel good, Because when you identify that, you can start on shifting the pattern. But first, you have to be willing to look at what is underneath it all. That is the first step. And that is the only step we have to look at in this moment. That's all we can focus on in this moment. So keep checking yourself because that is how you take care of yourself. And when you are taking care of you, you are taking care of those around you. And for all those people who have listened to all these 50 episodes, of the Shek Check. Thank you so much for being part of this journey. And for those who haven't listened to all those 50 episodes, I'm not shaming you in any way. I'm just saying, get to it. You know? I mean, there's no time like the present. You got to choose and take action. (laughs) Thank you so much. Until next time, check Check out. Thank you so much for listening to the Check Check podcast. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or whatever you listen to for your favorite podcast. All linked up on our website, www.thecheckcheck.com. If you are picking up what we are laying down and want to help spread the word and live by example, leave a review and share with friends. Until next time, check yourself before you wreck yourself.